Welcome back, folks. We got another episode of Running Out of Patience with Nick Palmer, and I am your host, Nick Palmer. We have a beautiful Sunday morning for you today, folks. God is good all the time, unless he doesn't like you. <laughs> and unless you've been disobedient, then you may not think he's being so good to you, but it is your own fault. But let's get into something else today, folks. What we got for you today is we're going to pull out something out of the book of Joshua. Something I found this morning as I'm working my way through the Old Covenant, the Old Testament. But I find this very interesting because I've never heard a pastor mention this. You know, granted, I don't listen to a lot of pastors these days either. So. It could be talking about it. I don't know. I just feel like they're preaching a bunch of gibberish, a bunch of rubbish, a bunch of uh, all-inclusive, um, you can love, just love your way out of everything kind of bullcrap, right? You know, we know what's going on in the church today, folks. It's a bunch of fake, false preachers teaching this pseudo bullcrap, right? It's fake. It's garbage. They're not preaching the truth. So that's why I'm here. I want to preach some truth with you folks today and every day. So let me jump right into it, folks. I'm going to jump into the book of Joshua here. So listen up. And Joshua said, roll large stones on the mouth of the cave and set my men by it to guard them. But do not remain there yourselves. Pursue your enemies and strike their rear guard. Do not allow them to go into their cities, for Yahweh, your Elohim, has delivered them into your hand. And it came about when Joshua and the sons of Israel had made an end of killing them with an exceedingly heavy slaughter until they were consumed, that those who escaped went into fortified cities, and all the people returned peace to Joshua in the camp of Maccadea. Nobody sharpened his tongue against any of the sons of Israel. Then Joshua said, open the mouth of the cave and bring out those five kings to me from the cave. And they did that. And they brought out those five kings. They brought out those five kings to him from the cave. The king of Jerusalem, the king of Hebron, the king of Jarmuth, the king of Lachish, the king of Eglon. And it happened that when they brought those five kings out to Joshua, Joshua called for all the men of Israel. And he said to the captains of the men of war who went with him, come here, put your feet on the necks of these kings. And they came forward and put their feet on their necks. And Joshua said to them, do not fear, do not be dismayed, but be strong and of good courage for Yahweh will do this to all your enemies you fight against. And afterwards, Joshua struck them and killed them and hanged them on five trees. And they were hanging on the trees until evening. And it happened that at the time of going down to the, of the sun, Joshua gave the command and they took them down off the trees and threw them into the cave they had been hiding, hidden in. And the laid large stones at the mouth of the cave to this very day. Why don't our preachers tell you about that? Seems pretty interesting to me. I think if the Sunday morning involved a little bit of 
slaughtering, I think more men would be going to church, do you? Not, I know I'd be a little more interested if they were preaching the truth and telling it how it was, except I've never heard them preach that at, at all, never once. Yahweh delivers these people into the hands of Joshua, these Israelite people, because Yahweh wants them to be destroyed, slaughtered. Then they hang them and leave them hanging all night. All night. They didn't play. These were warrior people. But why don't we talk about us being a warrior people? We talk about just being a lovey-dovey. Oh, we got to love up on your neighbor while he's coming in and slaughtering our people. Oh, hey, we can change him. Change him. Sprinkle a little Jesus on him and he'll be changed, right? Just love up on him. And all of a sudden, they'll worship our God, right? No, they won't. They have a different God altogether. And that's why Yahweh delivered these people into Joshua's hand to prevent us from worshiping the wrong God. But people don't want to follow direct orders these days. They just think it's okay. We're supposed to be in this melting pot with everybody, right? We're put here now. That's our neighbors, right? So we're supposed to love them. Love your neighbor. No. Your neighbor in the Bible was your brother, your brethren, your kindred, your people. It wasn't these foreigners. But now we're in a position where we're being attacked at every angle. And nobody is saying and doing anything. And they're certainly not talking about Joshua at church. They're not talking about how Yahweh delivered these people into the hands of these Israelite people to be slaughtered. And wiped from the face of the earth. Why? Why did this all-loving God that everyone preaches about want these people slaughtered? Well, I've already told you. Because he didn't want his people worshiping the wrong God. They were a destructive people, a conniving people. They didn't believe in Yahweh. They weren't the chosen set-apart people. But our preachers, they will just tell us that, hey, Love everybody. Love that gay man. Love that lesbian. Don't hold them accountable for anything. Let them continue to live in sin. And, and we'll open up our church doors. And just come on in and, and empty your pockets. Give us a little bit more money for our 5013C that we have to pay no taxes on. Just give us a little bit more and a little bit more. Hey. You guys, guess what? We got another offering. It's the third one today. Hey, yay. No, it's gay. They're playing you. They don't care for you. It's not a real authentic love. It's a fake phony love to keep people in their pews. And we wonder why the church smells like crap, right? Nobody wants to go. Why people aren't going anymore? A, it's not for everyone. It's for a certain people, the people that have the laws written within their heart and on their inward parts. But there's only one people that have this. It's the Israelite people. 
But our preachers won't tell you that. They'll just tell you that, hey, this is for everyone. Come on in. Bring your checkbooks. Bring your Venmo. Hey, we even, you can just give online nowadays. You don't even have to come to church. You can sit at home, watch on the computer. Watch why they preach this false gospel. Get you all amped up and feeling all ooey-gooey inside and ready for the week. And then you get back outside in your car and you turn on that crap music. and Listen to that junk that they feed you on the airwaves. But I'm trying to give you something new to listen to, folks. A little bit of truth. Enough of this phony, fake garbage. This pseudo bullcrap. But everybody lying to you. Many will be deceived, folks. Many. And if you think your preacher is excluded from the many, you're being deceived. Look up the definition of many. It's most. That means, and when you're looking at most people, most people will be deceived. All of us have been deceived at one time or another. It's time to take a step back and look at reality. Take a look at the facts. Read the Bible for yourself. I highly suggest getting the Keys of the Kingdom Bible. It's the easiest translation to understand for us English-speaking folks. And it breaks it down. There's no King James Freemasonry bullcrap within it. So go get yourselves a copy. Start reading it and get up to speed. And we can reconnect daily if I can... Uh, find enough to talk about to you folks, but there's plenty. This world is going to hell in a handbasket and it's going quick. Open your eyes. Put the phone down for a minute and look at what's going on. Look up in the sky for a minute. You ever remember clouds looking like that? Little X's everywhere in the sky. The clouds look like that when you were kids. It didn't when I was a kid. What's going on? I don't know, folks. Just put the phone down. Take a look up in the sky, look around, maybe open up this Keys of the Kingdom Bible and start to read it and learn how to be a more obedient people. Learn and know that when Jesus comes back, he's coming back with his robe drenched in blood and fire in his eyes. He's coming back for war for his people. He's not coming back to sing Kumbaya. All you gay folks are welcome. All you lesbian trans are welcome. He's not coming back for that, folks. It's not an all-inclusive. Anybody can just continue to live in sin and then expect to be accepted by the man that laid down his life. Laid down his life for you, and then you're going to slap him in the face and be disrespectful and just continue to live in this nasty, glutton life filled of sin? You've got to be kidding me, right? That's not how it works, folks. You can't just take it in the butt and then show up in church thinking that it's going to be okay. It's not. You must turn your lives around. You must be obedient. Stop being the disobedient people. Start learning God's laws and start to follow them. That's all I got for you today, folks, and I hope it's got you fired up on this wonderful Sunday afternoon, baby. Let's get it, because that's about all I've got for you that's been driving me up the wall. These pseudo-pastors, these false teachers, not preaching, not speaking the word, just telling you, 
oh, don't be afraid, don't be dismayed, but they miss a whole very important part. So get your noses in the Bible this week, folks, and I'll have another one for you tomorrow. Have a great day.